0: Preventing <laughs> HIV is easy. Get PrEP. You can get free HIV testing at any Access Health Louisiana location, plus same-day primary care appointments are always available. Access has a new location in downtown New Orleans at the Pythian Building, where individuals may be seen for diagnosis and treatment of HIV, STIs, and PrEP. Plus, all Access Health Louisiana patients qualify for a discounted, for discounted medication through our pharmacy. For the location nearest you, log on to Access Health. L a dot o r g,
1: and we are going to get started with uh, get check, get fit, get moving in just one second. Were you going to play the theme song? Oh yeah. So uh, as uh, Dr. Griggs and I are trying to get our Climbing morning, the pump? trying to get our mo- our morning going. Um, if you don't have to, dude, it's
0: fine. no, we can do it. Oh yeah, I have it. I'm, I'm ready. This is called. Uh, this is community radio me- at. Me- it method radio.
1: <laughs> at it's finest.
0: Oh, you know what? <laughs> Wrong phone. No phone jack. Yeah,
1: So. <laughs> is that a new phone?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a Google Pixel Two, and they don't it, they followed the uh, Apple the ap- Apple model and decided they were gonna go without the the headphone jack. So we'll know. Get checked. The song is get checked, get fit, get moving. Hop, skip, or do something. Get checked, get fit, get moving. Um, in two weeks, two weeks from Saturday, we'll be at the Bayou Classic for the 7th annual uh, Doc Griggs Two Times Around the Dome Family Fitness Fun Walk. Uh, we'll be starting at eight. eight. Registration will start at eight, eight, eight. The Kids Run will be at 8.30, and we'll start our actual walk two times around the dome. It's a half mile each lap. Around the dome at 9 o'clock, we'll go from 9 to 11 and go right into the Fan Fest, the Bayou Classic Fan Fest It'll so be what the forty third, forty fourth. It's it's up there, folks. Uh, it'll be a good time. We've had as many as a two, three thousand people out there before, so it's a good time. We have something for the kids, the seniors, mom, dad, everything but drinks. No drinks.
1: No drinks. Well, I, I mean, hydrating drinks yeah. probably, of right? Of course, I hydrating mean, drinks. Coffee. Alcohol is dehydrating. There you go. Right, and uh, <laughs> and so this is a, where is for more information. Where for
0: information, can- you can go to www. I'll post the link, the Eventbrite link today. To sign up, it's always a great time. Access Health will be in the building, as will a number of other familiar faces. I'll be there. Yeah, check it out. It's going to be a blast.
1: So Doc Griggs, that's D O C Griggs G R I G G S mm-hmm. dot com dot com. Great. All right. This is Get Check, Get Fake, Get Moving with Doc Griggs. My name is Dr. Derry. That's Doc Griggs. And what is our topic for the day today? Our
0: topic, to November, is National Diabetes Awareness Month. Uh, we talk about diabetes a lot in the community, and we find out that a lot of people in the community don't don't really know what diabetes is. So, Doc, if you'll help me, um, I think you've heard me with this drill before. Uh, you know, it's funny when people talk about the body and disease states. When you talk about your heart failing, you call it heart Failure. Yeah, when your liver fails, you call it liver. Failure. Yeah, your kidneys fails, you call it kidney.
1: Failure. But when
0: your pancreas fails, you call it
1: diabetes. Diabetes, there Only we go. Holy smokes, Batman, I mean, especially
0: with uh, top... <laughs> Particularly with type two diabetes, the pancreas is the organ. Oh, and
1: diabetes means sugar. What does that have to do with failing?
0: Ha <laughs> We will get to that in a minute. Diabetes means sugar. So the pancreas is the organ that process helps process the sugars that you take into your body. Two main organisms that are involved with the pancreas um, and the, the the diabetes are insulin and uh, insulin and. Glucose. Uh diabetes means sugar, right? What insulin does is insulin is a hormone secreted by the pancreas that opens the door of the cells. If you've seen the matrix, it's like the key master, it opens a key to all the cells to let the sugar walk in and do its job. The problem is you overwork your pancreas, you overwork your key masters, they get tired. Sometimes they'll go on strike, as with diabetes, which means that you will become insulin resistant, which means that there'll be no way to open that door for the mechanism. As a mechanism for sugar to get into the cells to go actually do work. So they'll just stay in the bloodstream. And as they bounce around.
1: When you say they, you mean the sugar, the sugar, the,
0: the, the glucose, the glucose, the, the glucose the molecules. The- as the glucose and the sugars bounce around in the bloodstream, they're kind of big, so they do a lot of damage. They damage the inside of your blood vessels, which causes inflammation, which makes diabetes a peripheral vascular disease, which makes it a cardiovascular disease. The less blood flow you're able to get through the blood vessels to go do the job, the more likely that you end up with a cardiac event because there's less nutrients, less oxygen, less things that need to get where they need to go because of the lessened in damaged diet diameter. The more sticky the insides come because of the damage done by this sugar and other things bouncing you're talking around. About the inside?
1: Inside of the blood uh, vessels, the Uh, the
0: more things that happen, the more likely you are to have things like clots uh, that can cause again cardiovascular events, your strokes, um, your 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 your, your strokes, which are the big ones, the blocking of your other blood vessels. The more these things, I'd like to describe them as big rocks, if you can imagine them bouncing around in the blood. So big lazy rocks. There's a. There's a, a, a test that we do. It's called the hemoglobin A1C, right? So on the blood vessels, uh, the hemoglobin is what carries oxygen in the blood. We measure it happens to measure the amount of sugar that can become attached to these molecules. So what happens is diabetes can get fat and lazy. And being fat and lazy, they jump on and for a ride. They want to hitch a ride. And the more fat and lazy, rock hit hit uh, uh, diabetes molecules you have, hitching a ride, hitching a ride, hitching a ride, um, the less effective um the the nutrients and your hemoglobin is able to 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 function so what happens is there's a max number uh of di uh glucoses that the, that your hemoglobins can carry and typically you want it below like 5.7 um that's not six five point7 look to you tell your diabetes tells it um, the sugar tells its cousin to sit on the edge of the couch not the whole couch so we can get three quarters of him on, on the couch but what happens is as their lady they bounce they bounce around your hemoglobin C. what this measures is the amount of blood sugar uh, what your, the measure of your blood sugar for the last three months uh, which is why they they measure it um, but that's that's the relationship that that's a quick Quick, and we'll get more into the relationship between your pancreas and sugar and your blood vessels as these things go around. If you can imagine the big rocks in the bloodstream of, of sugar going around, they do damage. They poke holes in the the, the the functional parts of the kidneys, which is why you're supposed to retain all your sugar. There's not supposed when you go to, bat, to the bathroom, you're not supposed to see any sugar. Once you start spilling sugar, it makes holes. So in, you'll, in your urine. In your urine. You'll start to see see other things, like you'll see protein start spilling out And well. the
1: holes that you're talking about are holes that occur, that are microscopic holes that occur in the kidney.
0: In the, ki- in, in, in the kidney. So as you see the protein increase and you see the sugar increase, you'll know that that's damage done to your kidneys. It can't be repaired. It can be arrested, but it can't be repaired. Same thing happens with the blood vessels behind your eyes. The thing that you'll notice is the damage is done to the things that are called the small vessels. Uh, it's really simple. We talk about small vessel disease. It sounds really. Where do you official. find small vessels? You find, fault, find the small vessels. The big vessels are the ones that are closest to your heart. And as your blood vessels branch out, and your digits and your body gets further and further away. In your
1: brain and, your, and brain, your eyes and your feet.
0: The further away from your 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 blood vessel, I mean your heart, the smaller the blood vessels are. Ah, wait. You said your brain and your eyes and your feet. Hmm. So is there a fog that people see? Or is there a risk of, of stroke? Uh, and dementia, is there a risk of ne- this thing called neuropathy because you're getting less blood flow because you're in damage? If you damage your kidneys at these small vessel- vessels, does that mean eventually you can damage your kidneys to the, the point that they don't function? And guys, does that mean small vessels? Some of, know, there, some of us want to go there, some of us want to act like our vessels right. are bigger than others, but we'll talk about small vessels <laughs> only, and appendages. Only Dr. Griggs can <laughs> and talk appendages. about this. Let me tell you this uh, if you damage the blood vessels, your soldier will not salute the way that it's supposed to because it's you've damaged the small vessels, and I don't care how big your vessel is, you have small vessels in it that can, can be damaged that can make render when,
1: your big soldier useless. When does that soldier like to salute?
0: The salute, the soldier salutes every morning, and salutes, soldier salutes every morning, letting you know it's ready to report for duty. Now here's the problem: when it's time to go to war, or time to go to battle, or time to go to training, even. If you do not properly take care of your soldier, if you don't make sure that your soldier's, soldier's blood pressure is regulated, his blood sugar, and he's well-fed, he's well-hydrated, your soldier might have a sluggish or no performance when it's time for battle or combat and you can't fire your soldier because you need your soldier
1: it sounds like that soldier may be a little impotent
0: (laughs) yeah well there you go yeah yeah And, and that can be an issue because then here's what happens is if you give a soldier a bad day a bad day of practice for a week eventually it gets in his head because of brain fog and it'll become more of a psychological thing than it is a physiologic thing um that 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 he can't perform and it just starts to spiral so Take your medicine. Take care of your blood sugars. Take care of your blood pressures. And make sure to pay attention to your soldiers when they wake up. I said it. I said it, and I (laughs) meant every word of it. (laughs) Doc Griggs went
1: there. (laughs) In only a way that Doc Griggs can get there. I mean, since,
0: you know, it is Men's Health Awareness Month, so we will go there. Since we're going there, guys, fellas, if you're listening, I'd like for you to stand up right now. And if you can stand up, I want you to put your shoulders back. Look straight ahead, and I want you to look straight down. If you cannot see the tips of your toes, you're not being all... Your soldier is not standing on, no, down. don't put your shoulders back. I want you to put your uh, shoulders on the wall.
1: All right, we, we're doing this in the studio right now. Head touching the wall. All right. And then where do my feet go? Can my feet, feet go, go feet, way out? Feet go, nope, feet no, feet go, no, no, no no, not from way way from side. no, no. the Put your feet right,
0: put your heels up against the wall. All right. Look straight ahead. All right. And now I want you to look straight down. I can see my toes. If you can, oh doc, yo, oh, you got a fighting soldier. All right, you're, you're, your soldiers Shoot. are ready to go to war. My if soldier you cannot, is good. <laughs> if you cannot see the tips of your toes, you're not being all the man you can be, and your soldiers cannot fight the way that they should. Uh, there's a thing called doc, and you can help me here. It's called intra abdominal fat. Um, they're saying the dad bod is a hot thing right now, but dad bods will... <laughs> what? Dad bods. That's what's uh, a hot what? Thing right what now, are you seriously. talking about? So they're saying that the dad bods are, are, are becoming more and more appealing these days. We're not understanding why. Not
1: dad jokes. I like dad jokes. Dad, da- dad <laughs>
0: jokes. But the, the, that Homer Simpson dad bod with the extra oh, abdominal girt.
1: I see. I see. I see. You're saying like... Dad bod. A little... Like, oh, yeah. I see. Hubba hubba. Yeah. Hubba I hubba. hubba. You. Yeah. You. They okay. like the hubba
0: hubba. But here's the deal. The hubba hubba gets you that insurance check because... They, we end up dying seven years earlier than our female counterparts for no reason, and intra abdominal fat, as you know, is related direct directly related to cardiovascular disease, cancers and other chronic diseases.
1: So if you're tuning in, you are listening to uh, Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving with Doc Griggs. That's Doc Griggs. I'm Dr. Derry. We are talking about diabetes today. And, and soldiers. And, well, Eric is talking <laughs> about soldiers. Um, let me see if I can kind of kind of qu- summarize kind of a bit about what, what uh, Doc Griggs, as always, uh, when Doc Griggs uh, explains things, I, I, I always learn a lot. And so, first, let me just kind of quickly clarify something that you said. Eric, and you said that the uh, when your pancreas fails, how does the pancreas fail? Uh, that's we started off with that, and then I wanted to kind of. Uh, summarize what you were so saying. So in,
0: in the simpler terms, what I like to say is you, you we over if you tend to overwork your pancreas. And how does that work? You overwork your pancreas. I mean, so what, like you,
1: increa- are, you, are you flexing the muscle? No, no, no. What do you do? You're, you're you actually
0: doing? causing. So I, I related the, your pancreas to sugar intake, right? We overeat the amount of sugars that That's we what eat, I wanted to eat get these to. days. So right. in the typical uh, cold drink uh, soda down here, there's uh, about 36, 39 grams of sugar. Extra sugar, right? Hold on,
1: in one bottle? In one 12-ounce can. Well, what's a normal? I mean, that sounds like that's a normal intake, right?
0: Yeah, that's a normal intake for a day, right? (laughs) So if you you take that number, 36 grams on the side of the label, you divide by four, it gives you the number of teaspoons per day. Uh, The average male is supposed to have nine teaspoons of sugar, um, added sugar per day. The average female is six teaspoons. In one can of cold drink, uh, you're getting nine teaspoons. And it's nine teaspoons of added sugar, which is enough for a full day. OK, which is absolutely which is absolutely too much. So what happens is if someone drinks a Coke or a cold drink for breakfast, one with dinner and one with uh, lunch, they've had three extra days of work on their pancreas, which means that they've run their, the insulin sugar cycle four times in one day, which would be one. So I, I like to put it in terms of a 12 year old kid because we're starting earlier. So a 12-year-old kid... We're
1: starting earlier. You mean we're diagnosing We're diagnosing uh, the diabetes. rates of chi-
0: childhood diabe- childhood obesity and type 2 diabetes in kids is on the rise. Got it. So I'd say it's, it's very possible that you could end up at a tw- as a 12-year-old uh, on pace to have a 48-year-old liver. I mean, 48-year-old yes. pancreas. Pancreas, right. Which means that eventually it'll give out. I'd like to give the example of driving down the street, driving down Canal Street and trying to catch the lights. Uh, right. When you're headed towards the river, right. and it just doesn't work, you speed up, zoom, you slam on the brakes. Speed up, zoom, slam on the brakes. Eventually, the engine will wear out. You'll wear out the parts, and that's what happens with your pancreas.
1: pancreas. So then, what happens is essentially is that the insulin is not is essentially not released. This is why ultimately, with diabetics, they ultimately end up on insulin uh, to help uh, get those uh, gl- to get the glucose into the cells. And the thing that's really important to understand is just like Doc Griggs was saying. What happens is that with all that excess sugar or glucose that circulates through the system, it adversely affects the blood vessels and it makes the blood vessels like eric was saying uh, once it lands on the inside of those blood vessels it creates it makes it sticky so it can create clots very easy which is thrombogenic in other words it can create clots that can adversely affect organs like the brain or like the heart that's called a stroke or a heart attack or it creates or, or inflammation, your or <laughs> your soldiers or it creates inflammation of the of the blood vessels and inflammation of the blood vessels also are very very bad having a uh, an inflamed blood vessel also creates a thrombogenic uh, milieu or an, an area where you can create clots, and those clots, again, are the genesis of strokes and heart attacks. And so th- it's real important to to understand this because when you look at people with diabetes, especially when you see those that have advanced diabetes, what you see are people that may be amputated or that may be di- on dialysis or that may have had strokes or that may have, all, that may have had heart attacks, and these are all areas. Areas of the body that get adverse, and then when you add tobacco to the mix, oh, let's smoke, oh, yeah, yeah, smoke yeah, a cigarette yeah. and think about it. Uh, not that is yeah. that is, in that your soldier really would. Uh, oh does not. man, you start gumming up the works. Your soldier is on smoke break permanently.
0: You can really do some damage down
1: there. So, but one of the things that we're seeing um, is uh, I don't. The human body was not meant to be diabetic, Eric. So I want to kind of shift the di- the conversation a bit toward food and food justice a bit because I think that it's important for us to talk about diabetes uh, unless you wanted to did you have something else that you wanted well, to mention well I wanted to
0: uh, riding Be- in riding directly into that lane yes okay. before we okay. get to food justice okay. i want people to understand that and they're just it's a school of thought it's not it's not it's in an, an opinion um, but there's a thought that die people think diabetes is a disease of death it's a death sentence we talk about all these bad bad things however there's a different school of thought um, and it's empowering and i like that school of thought which is why i tout it um is that it's, if instead of seeing it as a disease of death, I want you to think of it as a disease of, of survival. Um, here in the South, the agrarian South, uh, when we had to work, we worked from Can't See in the morning until Can't See at night. There's no no water fountains, no vending machines. Uh, the, the house might be seven, eight miles away, so there's not really time for lunch. Uh, so you're working on 120 degree weather. If there were not a mechanism to keep your blood sugars up necessarily while you work did manual, it doesn't get any more manual labor than working a farm and growing cotton and growing your crops and tending the animals, the whole nine. If you didn't have a mechanism to keep your blood sugars up, you died, point blank. if You didn't have to keep your blood pressure up and, and conserve your salt to keep the fluid in your system, you died. If you get too dehydrated, you die. Your blood pressure get too low, you die. Your blood sugar get too low, you die. However, if you had the genes for survival, a survival gene to keep your blood sugar up, to keep your blood pressure up, you lived, you were able to have a family, you were able to reproduce and pass those genes along. The problem is, you're able to hold on to all this sugar, you're able to hold on to all this salt, you're able to, you tend to eat things that'll give you that that energy, but the problem is, as we've evolved um, in, in the Western society, our workload has become less and less, we, we're not working. The, we're not burning The, the, the
1: manual labor uh, manual, say, manual, workload.
0: Exactly. The yeah. manual labor workload has become less and less, which means that we're burning. We're holding on to these sugars. We have the genes to say hold on to the sugars, but we're not burning them up. We're not doing anything. The, nowadays... We have kids watching other kids on YouTube play videos.
1: I'm I'm uh, I'm stuck. Can, can stunned.
0: you I mean they, they I, watch other kids play video video games. I'm on trying YouTube. to think
1: what what we were doing when we were kids. I mean we were playing pong what, and maybe, maybe our pong? parents thought that yeah, was yeah, crazy what? that you had two sticks and a ball and But we you were, would play that
0: you'd play that you'd play with, board, with like, somebody you, else. you'd right. play with someone else and be like, "Dude, you wanna go outside? Right. Let's go." Or or go you outside. at least you
1: could S talk with them. I mean, you'd have some interaction. But these kids that are sitting watching other kids Play
0: video, Play. and then they'll do it together. Like it makes no sense. But here's the other thing, though. So we talk about we're going to get to food no desert, but following though. that same right, no no judgment no judging. <laughs> following that same line of, of logic, right? So food wasn't readily available then. You ate in the morning. You ate lunch if you had time. You ate dinner. There was no pocket snacks. I mean there, there was a thing called hoe cakes in South Carolina that my family used to make. You'd make you take what you had the corn and you'd make a, a cake in the middle of the field. Um, you ate the peanuts, you ate whatever it was, but it was natural foods that you ate. It was high it was high high nutrient low calorie foods, but it was enough to get you through the day. We, we have we have access to food all the time. There's less manual labor. there's ma- less manual activity. There's less activity period, but we can eat we can eat in bed, we can eat at work. We can eat in the car. We can eat when we're standing. We can eat
1: while we're eating. What are you talking about? We can eat while we're eating in the middle <laughs> on, of dinner. Hold on. Maybe we can eat while the soldier is doing its job, <laughs> oh, too. Man, if, you, know, you know, there have been stories. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <We can laughs> eat <while we're laughs> eating. There, there, there have what been you, stories. What are you talking You've never seen someone eating dinner and then they eat their snack or they eat, they reach in their purse and eat some snack. It's like, wait, what? Why are we here? What are we doing? What are we doing again? That's still called eating. Everything, everything. (laughs) We can eat while we're eating. And then if you look at even, even the things, even the things that, that have enough of a carb load on us and a calorie load on us is becoming sweeter and sweeter the alcohols that we're drinking now the trendy drinks are infused with sugar you have vodka vanilla flavored vodka vanilla flavored rum uh, grape flavored tequila
1: like there's sugar sugar everywhere the the hard lemonades or the hard ales and stuff that's all just sugar and because it it has the
0: sugar and then because you're 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 uh, decision making is getting worse and worse over the from the effects of alcohol. We just pile it on. We're working and overloading our pancreas, which also eliminates the fact that you know it eliminates the the hunger signals. We've forgotten how to be hungry. Um, when I talked about get being hungry, I mean like when you're a little kid and you would go swimming, and your mom would come pick you up at the end of the and you were start like a real true. Oh, hunger I pain. I want to eat yeah. everything in the I want to eat that. Ma, can we stop mm. so I can bite that tree? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I've been hungry. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I get stressed, and this is a, a true story. When I get stressed, when things get stressful, I tend to eat. I eat in my sleep. What? I need to talk to someone about it. I wake up, and I will get oh, up. Oh, you literally, like no, not I literally, like well, you
1: don't dream of eating. You no, literally get no, up, no. and you, I, like you. I wake, like,
0: I've awakened in the kitchen with a plate. Have you I've like uh, Have
1: you gone in the morning And woke up And like saw Like food out Like and you
0: I do it all the time Like it, it's been These last couple weeks Have been a little stressful It happened last night It happened the night before I'll Bags of Cheetos Stuff that I don't Normally eat I'm not really a snacker
1: You don't You don't strike me As, a che- as having Cheetos In the house
0: Yeah I, right like, <laughs> <Did>
1: you, you, <laughs> don't, you don't go to Rouse's in the middle of Then no, I pick up no, no, food. Like, but too. I
0: have made Full plates Like around Thanksgiving time If I've been stressed I've made a full plate And I wake up Like with indigestion GERD It leads to other things Which is stress which is cortisol which is sugar all can lead to diabetes dude we need so
1: to right. go do some yoga after the show and chill you I out a little bit or you need to get one to set up your fridge so that when you open it in the middle of the night it's got like one of those armor <laughs> hammer like, yeah.
0: or nothing comes out but like <laughs> celery <laughs> there you go you know, right? that's all it's there that's all right. i have access the
1: dog griggs vending machine has <laughs> apple slices and, and celery and, and, <laughs> and a pillow hammer
0: <laughs> Bonk! <boom>, wake up <laughs> But it's a those are real so that's the history and evolution of food. Listen, we can my point is we can even eat in our sleep.
1: Didn't, I think I think the point <laughs> you're making is actually really quite excellent, and that is that and this is ultimately like you said, is getting to food justice and, and yeah. I see the lane that you jumped us onto, which is that we have more food options available to us than ever before. The problem is is that the food options that are available to us are not <laughs> Uh, They're not they're not designed to make us healthy or they're not designed to get us into a space of healthiness. They are designed to actually make corporate profits. Yes, there we go. And so that is the food that's available to us. So when you go to a vending machine, to like, and it's horrible. It's in hospitals. I mean, I th- I, hospitals have gotten better, and I think uh, schools are making a point of being better. But I mean, these schools get paid by these uh, by these distribution corporations, and they're putting Cokes and 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 sugar, high oh, fructose, corn uh, syrup dr- yeah, corn oil. syrup stuff in, into the into the vending machines at schools, and they're you know, kids. I mean, I remember going to. I don't remember a vending machine in my school. I imagine that there's definitely one now. I do one. remember that there was just water fountains. I remember water no, fountains. There's no water bottles. <laughs> water there was just one, fountain. and everyone just stood in line and waited to drink water. Except for that one guy who
0: put his mouth over the whole thing, <laughs> and you would sanitize it by wiping it with your shirt after slapping him in the head, like, dude, seriously? Oh, that made or real the dude clean. who had
1: braces that got stuck. Stuck, like, stuck, yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. I can also remember snacks, uh, being excited when we were giving grapes, oranges, apples, plums, Real peaches. The closest thing that we had to something healthy, not healthy, was the canned peaches in the mix. Right, and the fruit right. Because it's got the syrup in there. Yeah, and we all loved it, but it was it was high fructose. The the meals were actually cooked. I mean, it's just it's it's as a consequence of that though, we get these cravings, right? And people don't realize if you if you if your body's made up of proteins, carbs, fats, and waters. Um, and a number of nutrients and, and minerals, vitamins and minerals. We'll just call it for simple, practical purposes. When we go through cravings, it's not just the proteins, carbs, fats, and waters. A lot of times, you'll be craving because your body is nutrient depleted, even though you'll feel full because all of your satiety centers for those things like your 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 carbs and your your hydration will be, will be, be, be um, we won't even talk about the sugary drinks, but they'll they'll be sated. You'll have certain nutrient deficiencies that you'll just you'll just want to eat. And your body will tell you to keep eating because there'll be mic- mic- microscopic portions of it in these different foods. And the next thing you know, you're overweight. I mean, it's, it's just, it's sad. I mean, it's it's really sad. And we have to attack it at its root. I mean, it's putting a Band-Aid on it isn't the answer. It's really having these frank conversations. I know I, I, I keep it kind of silly, but very serious. Talking to people in terms they understand so they can rally to uh, speak for themselves
1: if you're tuning in you are listening to the get check get fit get moving show with doc griggs that's doc griggs i'm dr dairy today we are talking about diabetes uh and uh, to a certain degree uh, eric is talking about men's uh, health and uh this is a men's awareness month saying, uh but man. diabetes well you know it, i Veterans say Day is it, coming it, up man i'm just talking
0: about soldiers <laughs> keeping your soldiers in the fight man I, fight the good fight <laughs>
1: I, I will say that It is uh, That is the one way When I was doing More internal medicine Before I became Almost 100% Infectious diseases mm-hmm. I, I did Utilize The uh, wounded soldier Although I didn't quite Use that analogy I'm telling uh, you Your soldier salutes His every month. When the soldier is uh, When the soldier is Unable to do his work Or what I would Consider to be impotent I uh, <laughs> Dude, now See now you're Offending people <laughs> I'm uh, not impotent I'm just I'm, just I'm not Soldier, I'm just know, using the word impotent I know, as, in, I I, I, as the general. I'm not yeah, using see, it in no, the medical term. There's no term. general
0: impotency in this in this in, in 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 this war. This this army does not have a general impotency. It's just a it's
1: a, it's a lazy soldier. So uh, you know when we think back to quote unquote the old days, whatever that means, and all of the positive and, and mostly negative, especially in this country, uh, that the good old days brings us one of the things about the good old days was that there was there was a better understanding of food and sources of food food was easily more locally sourced uh food was uh, came from farms that may have come from the communities where you actually bought them from or lived or at least certainly were within a state uh and uh there was more of a relationship with foods uh and so that brings to mind two things one is did you ever see this internet meme it it was kind of like in the early days of emails and internet where it it basically showed the grocery habits of like 15 or 20 different cultures from around the world do you you know you want to explain i can vividly see can you want to so explain that because i think it's really helpful for what we're talking about
0: so you know talking all around that that meme showed the the difference the, the concentration of fruits and vegetables and the clean and the whole foods that were made uh, that were bought when people shop. Uh it was real bread, it was real fruit, it was real vegetable, real fish, real beef. Uh, I can one of my favorite countries is Spain and I'll never forget when I was there for while well, we I wanted chicken. We had a hostel and pollo. Uh, pollo. Yeah, quiero pollo. Uh but cuz the house mom, you know you stay at the hostel, she was going to cook a meal I went to go buy a chicken at the market.
1: You I didn't realize up-
0: I had to pick. If I pointed at a chicken, they would no. kill it and skin it right in front of me <laughs> and put it in a bag.
1: Wait, do you think you were going to go to like a thing that was, was rotisserie rator- yeah, yeah. that was yeah, like yeah.
0: So she wanted chicken. I'm going to get a chicken. Some pojo. Here you go, Man, they put that dead chicken in the bag. Man, what am I supposed to do with that blood on the bag? <laughs> but, but it was, <laughs> it was the freshest chicken and it's actually the way that you're supposed to. Eat it. We man. don't. Know,
1: we, of course, we're not advocating for the killing of no, chickens. No, 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 no. Please don't. Because, because you, you know we have in this we, neighborhood. We have a lot have of chicken. chickens. I know, all over the place. Did
0: I saw a meme? A, was there a meme? Or, no, it was a picture someone posted the other day on social media where there was a, a there were three chickens standing in a church's chicken parking lot. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: just just process that for a minute. <laughs> just.
1: I that is like the ultimate irony that's what they're like looking at they're telling their colleagues they're like we're not in there
0: <laughs> and the text said caption this <laughs> yeah.
1: i would have loved to have seen that
0: so so, so the, the point is uh what, what i like to tell people is that real food spoils um our decision making has become too uh too convenient
1: right so yeah that's kind of where i wanted to spend the last half of yeah. this talk
0: yeah we're, we're entirely too convenient it takes much l- it doesn't take as much time as you think to prepare your food right. and to make real decisions. And oh, I don't want to buy if I don't want to shop in the produce section or in the fresh fruits and vegetables because you know that stuff spoils uh, after a few days. What well, that means you're supposed to cook and eat it over a few days. You can cook it, which will prepare it, which will preserve it, and put it in the refrigerator and eat it later in the week. It doesn't mean that it has to sit. Everyone talks about, uh, and I'm guilty. You go to the store and you get that bag of mixed greens. Uh, kale, lettuce. I mean, kale, lettuce, spinach, whatever. It's delicious. It is unless you buy it to feel healthy and you put it in your salad drawer and it stays there until it gets soupy. Oh no, no, and no you, th- th- you throw it away. You throw it away all the time. Everyone does that though. They go, oh, I'm gonna eat healthy. I'm gonna get salad this week, and they get the bag and they look two weeks later. Oh, let me throw this bag away. And oh, I'll get it replaced with another bag. And here's the <laughs> ploy. Here's the marketing ploy. What will happen is because marketers know that they'll make them three for one. <laughs> three, three. Three for one this week with a coupon. If you're gonna throw them away, we need to get rid of them anyway. So here, let's right. give you three for the price of one. <laughs> our shopping has become—we're not—we're listening too much to to the marketers and not listening there, to our bodies.
1: There you go. So Eric, can you talk a bit about what you were just saying a moment ago about how food spoils and and how we are are bombarded with messaging such that we're getting foods or we're stocking our foods with more foods that don't spoil which again was part of that meme when and the meme essentially that email meme that eric and i were talking about was it showed cultures from all over the united uh, all over the country all over the world, world rather um and it showed the weekly food uh, consumption and so they basically had families and they showed let show us when you go shopping for the week They're for your family yep. and these were all families of four so this way it was the same it was not like families of 15 versus a family of three these were all families of four and they post they put all their food on their tables and it was a very graphic representation of
0: beans legumes right uh, especially uh, in the
1: in the more rural parts of the world uh, it was really stark and you could see the body habitus of people as well as it related to the food options that they ate as well
0: i mean there's a whole i mean that's a whole nother that's a show that we could do I you want to do, a do a you want to do one like that yeah i do because okay. i do an, a lecture series about the evolution of taste uh our taste buds uh the selective advantages each of them offered why we have them and then we talk about the different foods they uh, appeal to them um the latest is uh well the latest one that i've discovered is effervescence uh that Coke Sprite, that bubbly carbonated feeling. Ah, there's a taste receptor for that. Huh. Uh, umami is one of the newer ones, and that's that meat, that protein, a proteinaceous uh, craving that we'll have. That we like to say it's roasted garlic or baked turkey. Uh-huh. Um, but I, what I want to get to is is, and the reason I want to bring that up is because we have become so meat centric in our diets, and that the meats that we eat. I know you don't eat meat. Meats that we eat have so many extra calories and we can understand i mean we can talk about disease like gout we can talk about all these other things i just want to go to like like you were saying especially in the rural areas the, there's so much more protein we, we overeat protein right now these are proteins and carbs will be four grams per calorie i mean four grams yeah four four grams per cal- four calories per gram um we overeat so much of it if you look at our plates when we the, the the healthy plate we're supposed to have two-thirds of our plate people say half i like telling people two-thirds of your plate should be fruits and vegetables or veggies and grains We take up half the plate with one piece of meat. And the more meat we eat, the more sated we appear. Oh, it's not dinner if it's not meat. Just going through that whole changing, and we can talk about how we're hunter gatherers. Um, Meat was a luxury. I mean, you couldn't, you're not going to kill an elephant every day. (laughs) And if if you have it, they didn't have refrigerators. So it's only going to stick around. So long, they could use it more for clothing, and they'd have to share it amongst each other. Nowadays, I mean, we everyone's refrigerator, if you look at those tables, it's full of meat. Now, here's the thing. They add preservatives. People want to know what preservatives are. Preservatives are absolutely, they're exactly that. Preservatives are things that you add to food to preserve it. Simple. No magic trick with definition. It's not a natural chemical. It's not a natural... Natural preservatives are, are the salt are are, are are salt. When people used to store stuff with salt, and they would pickle it and do things like that. But the it, the things that, that we saw in the in that in that 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 meme uh, in our diet was everything was there was a lot of meat and there was a lot of processed. And when we say processed, things that are processed so they can sit on the shelf and they can last longer. Twinkies. Twinkies, exactly. Um, I tell people, real food spoils. How do we know what a real food is? If you put it on the table, in the kitchen, in the summer, in the window, and your house doesn't stink in three days, it's not real food. It's that simple. If it doesn't spoil, it's not real food. It's been processed. A lot of times we talk about the difference between white rice white rice, and brown rice. We say, well, you might as well. We just count that as sugar. Well, What do you mean? They've taken all the things that are natural and the nutrients that we need from it, including the, the fiber. Um, and it's essentially just a shell full of sugar. You're saying sugar white shell. rice is white rice, white yes. rice. It's compared it's, to brown rice. Compared to brown rice, it's, it's essentially a, a a sugar shell. It's,
1: right, it's a grain of a it's, little sugar. It's grain of a little sugar. Right. I mean,
0: so it's kind of like, what's the point unless you want a little sugar? sugar right. That'll spike your blood. So people eat. There's certain uh, ethnicities of food. There are like people are like wondering why is I'm why am I starving two hours later? Because you've carb loaded. <laughs> you the carbs are sugars. They spike your blood. Sugar, your brain, up to a certain point. Okay, we have one glucose, one insulin to work with it, one brain. I mean, one glucose, one insulin. But then when it gets, oh, pff, we're bombarded. Well, how many is it? I don't know. It might be 1,000. Okay, we'll send down 1,000 insulins. Whoa, it was only 100. So what do I need to do? I need to make you hungry because I can't take those insulins back.
1: So you recently uh, left the country and you were in Cuba. What yeah. was the food like in Cuba? And, and, and talk about the difference about that.
0: The food, everything was fresh. Uh, it was much analogous to Spain. There were a lot of uh, there were a lot a lot of beans, beans and rice, uh, fresh vegetables, fresh fruit,
1: um, and the food just tasted differently. Like a, an apple there tastes different than or a banana or a plantain or it just, just tasted it, it had different. different and it it,
0: it kind of reminded me of what food tastes like when I was a kid. Right. Um, you know, a lot of people would be surprised to know that there are a lot of oranges that aren't orange. The oranges that they, they see in the grocery stores a lot of times can be dyed. Um, we're adding preservatives or colors <laughs> with a number attached, number seven, number five, number six, to make things seem more appealing um, to what we find in, in nature. The, the
1: Tomatoes. It's that the tomatoes are being chosen for the redness of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, there's a whole, Then you're getting into that whole, uh, whole concept of the uh, gen- g- uh, genetically modified foods. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still wrapping my mind around, and I know it, I mean, yeah I need to do more reading because I have a problem eating a yellow meat watermelon I have a problem eating a uh,
1: yellow oh yellow watermelon I've never had one before that's just weird to me why is that
0: I don't know man I've never had one before I can't if it's watermelon's pink I don't know that's just it's a thing but you know? that's
1: just right I mean would you eat a yellow watermelon in Cuba I would eat one in Cuba because it had seeds yeah that's the other thing so I, See, I, I, i'm, I'm, like, I'm kind of like weirded <laughs> out by I'm kind of weirded out by things with, Seeds man I'm no, sorry I No no But that's just No 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 that's I'll, weird, I'll explain that because that, That's actually really Although we are actually Cheating nature Because <laughs> seeds are supposed to I mean seeds are the most Brilliant thing If you think about it it's In incredible. terms of the evolutionary Because they're, you They're
0: like you, spore shells
1: Right well that's right <laughs> and, and it goes And it goes through your system yeah, and it's You're sick. supposed to like <laughs> Excrete it out yeah. And then it It, it pops out Wherever. With its own manure Yeah, you know, yeah. And it grows and yeah. You know it's So it's a brilliant Evolutionary advantage But yeah. I do like The genetically Not genetically Modified, that some of the fruits are selected. Well, they hybridize for, some of them. They or they'll hybridize, they hybridize them. them. Dude,
0: okay. That's just weird. I'm okay. sorry. I All grew right. up. I'm, but, I'm good. Seedless grapes are a convenience. Seedless water. I love me a seedless, seedless, grape, man. seedless grapes. I've got it. a fridge full of them right now. <laughs> I like the and I and the seedless the cuties. I'm 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 starting to get you know.
1: What are cuties?
0: They're, little, they're like tangerines a small smaller oh, tangerines yeah. you Oh Those are two delicious too yeah, like $2. yeah 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 those, oh, those are in
1: the fridge as well man. Yeah those are Nice and cold but if I, See I, you need to wake up In the middle of the night And have those That's what I'm saying <laughs> I need to fill it up With
0: cuties <laughs> and seedless grapes But the problem Is that until I start thinking I'm like wait a minute Hold on So if this is seedless How are they growing it And then I have to go Do my research I'm like that is not that's not
1: natural, That's- or or the fact that we see tomatoes like all year round when tomatoes are not right. a all year round, and so this gets more into. How the, long does
0: it take to grow a chicken these days from an egg?
1: Well, I mean it's like 45 days. I and mean, it, and, and a lot of that as a result of antibiotic uh, pressures uh, as yeah. well, because there's antibiotics. This is the only country in the world that still allows, and despite the fact that there is shown there is. Uh, there's a measurable amount of there. right there. Just is, go ahead, and go ahead. just go ahead, just go ahead. Just uh, it, go ahead, go ahead. Eric sees my face yeah, no, just go ahead twisting. Say it. Just, twisting. Just, just get it out. <laughs> is, there just is there. there are there are an immeasurable Keep, number yes. of studies that show that resistance, bacterial, or rather antibiotic resistance in the form of bacteria. So these are the so-called super bugs that you're hearing about and saying. The way that these get into the uh, the food system is through uh, through antibiotics. They get fed to livestock So, and so,
0: so, so can I go That Just a quick interjection And don't stop that I don't want to stop your momentum That's okay Literally you People you hear me say That you are what you eat You are proteins Carbs Fats And water You literally are what you eat And I know that But outside of science Outside of medicine Outside of all this other stuff By being an allergic kid uh, I can eat a piece Of a nut Or a piece Of a shrimp It's not just my GI tract That reacts If it, it makes it down far enough And I don't Get it out soon enough, um, and I digest it. I have rashes that break out all over my body, the bottom of my feet, under my fingernails. Blood vessels popping in my eye, places that I know that that seed didn't touch. But I have hives all over my body. You, we literally are what you eat, which means that if you eat it and you digest it and it's absorbed, it goes to every cell in your body. Some part of it goes to every cell in your body, which goes along what you're saying about the antibiotic res- resistance
1: right and then also the other thing is uh, the the hormones that are placed in, in mm. animals as well and essentially what what this really leads to is a larger conversation about how food and and how we are selecting foods and the choices that we make and and it would be a really fascinating study if we looked at food options and although we know what the results are going to be at different communities even here in New Orleans I mean look at the food options let's say that you would find some somewhere in the ninth ward versus those that are uptown and, 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 Mm -hmm. and, and those that are uh, near the lake or around the lake versus those that are in closer to the river let's say Mm -hmm. Uh, and what we would find are just varying uh, food uh, options and and largely due to the fact that we are seeing food deserts Uh, so these are areas so these are areas uh, and neighborhoods that just don't have grocery stores that sell fresh fruits and vegetables you may have stores that are little corner stores that are selling what, what what Doc Griggs refers to as not real foods. These are foods that can sit on a shelf for long periods of time, which are not healthy food options. This is the eating while you're eating, which is an analogy I'm eating gonna forever. While you're eating. I mean this is an analogy I'm gonna use forever, <laughs> Eric, because I think it's an excellent <laughs> one. You get it. Yeah, it it's it you, when when you're eating, we should be eating. But you see the thing is though, is that we can sit I think inherently most people had mothers or grandmothers or whatever that all taught them uh, positive things, you know, yep. the, that we, we, for the most part, for the most right? Part. Yep. But what we are seeing is we're seeing insidious food. Op- well, first of all, we're seeing the fact that the government uh, reimburses, or uh, I forget what the word I'm looking for, in which uh, corn. Um, the uh, where the corn uh, subsidizes. Yeah, We're seeing subsidies P- corn products, right? Uh, subsidies for corn products uh, in which they're able to keep the food prices of these uh, food options very very low. So, mm-hmm. for example, why would you go buy a pound of broccoli when you can feed a family Fort McDonald's for far cheaper? Yep, and that makes sense i i understand those real choices and especially when we are still fighting i mean it's 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 unbelievable that we have a minimum wage of 750 federal minimum wage i i think one of the states in the elections on tuesday they managed to re-increase their minimum wage to eleven dollars oh. effective in 2022 <laughs> like like it's it, Four it years is from now okay. i, I And what In that time (laughs) Right In that time What we are seeing I mean I I actually read a study And if you're tuning in You are listening to The Get Check Get Fit Get Moving Show with Doc Griggs That's Doc Griggs I'm Dr. Derry I just I just read a study uh, Eric In which it said That something like um, We are seeing An unprecedented amount Of physicians That are retiring early Mm -hmm. Because of These sorts of factors That they cite And It's really It's the social determinants Of health But we That's a different conversation for a different time which basically is looking at how poverty affects health but these are things that don't happen in other industrialized countries even in non-industrialized countries these are not things that we see but we see these things here because we have an uh, we have a capitalistic system that preys on its population i.e. us and does not provide us with options that lead us to make good and healthy uh, choices so you
0: it's interesting you mentioned that again part of the reason that i got out uh, of actual practice years ago years ago and was uh i guess i was chicken little the sky is falling is i started noticing that the were time you in front of churches <laughs> i was standing <laughs> beside the chicken um the the time to see patients had decreased from an hour yeah, to right. about half hour yeah, to now it's right. like 12 minutes yep. to maybe four actual minutes with a patient but you ha- and then you had to see more patients You have to see 30 patients, 30 to 40 patients a day just to keep your nose above water. You're not really taking care of anyone because you can't talk. You can't get into their social determinants of health. Why are you eating McDonald's every day? Oh, well, my husband lost his job and I have had to get three jobs and there's no one to take care of the kids. And now he's on disability and you don't have time for that. Listen, all right, this is your blood pressure. This is this. This is this. There's no time to adjust. Now, what I found and it was a step out on faith. Um, is that I wanted to talk to people. Let's educate them. Well, let me spend time with you where I can spend time with you, at your store, on the ground, in the community, on the radio, through the television. Let's talk about these things so you can take make better choices for yourself. Because right now, and this is before the internet was big, uh, but th- once the internet got big, everyone wanted to go to Dr. Google and dr google kills everybody like (laughs)
1: so does dr web md
0: well man everybody you have a hangnail you have four four hours to live like what what is that so having these conversations being very candid about it talking to people meeting people where they are meeting meeting them not only at their literacy rate meeting them more at their health literacy rate what do you understand about health? do you understand what we mean when we say diabetes when we say peripheral vascular sugar. disease, yeah, that's that's what do you know? Peripheral vascular, oh, poor circulation. That's what you mean? Yes. The sugar, the sugar um, jams up the blood vessels or makes it sticky, so the blood can't circulate. I understand that, and I'm not to say, and I'm I'm sorry. Call me uh, just the, the the consummate optimist, but I truly believe that if every doctor were given the time to answer the questions and talk to their patients the way that we talk to our patients, they would, but they don't have time the system isn't set. I, I, I
1: don't think it's being optimistic. I think that's actually I, I think
0: that's the reason that we went into it. And it's yes, that's exactly right. Understand it to a point that we can and not leave, letting the patient leave until you see the lights go off and they can explain it back. But that time Optimist. we don't we don't have time. Well, I'm just saying because, you know, there's some people that are real cynical now and they're getting out and they have a bitter taste in their mouth.
1: Well, that's and that's the point that I'm making. And yeah. the reason why they're getting out is because the, the the bigger system, not the medical system no, not the medical uh, system, but the system that we, the society that we live in is much bigger and it's forcing people to make decisions that have significant adverse effects on their health. And then what happens is that society refuses to pick up the tab to pay for that health care.
0: But I think what I do think, and I'll say it's a, a, again, the a consummate optimist, a step in the right direction is we have formally identified and are addressing What's called social determinants of health. We finally acknowledged uh, in the last few years. First, it was the health and wellness thing, We're going to make everybody healthy and well, da da da. But then we started to take a deeper dive, and we realized that everything affects your health: where you live, your safety, uh, access to healthy foods, your education level, all that, your employment. Even, even level. even
1: how you grew up,
0: how you grew. Everything has affects your health. And now that we realize that, now the the next step is for us to educate our colleagues in other professions and let them know that we want to work with them to address this and it will be beneficial to all. Everything relates to health, which relates to your bottom line, your bottom line, your bottom line. If you but what, can work with us, we can do what
1: we can to help but you. But what do we do for the folks that are still having to choose, uh, fast foods on a regular basis? I mean, we, we are seeing unprecedented levels of, of dialysis I, in, in, in dialysis yeah. is basically a, a, is kidney failure. This, these are the holes that get poked into your kidneys that Dr. Griggs was talking about earlier in the show as a result of diabetes. We're seeing, we're seeing unprecedented levels of, of illness and, w- w- and, and, and Eric, we're only at the beginning of this. As the baby, yeah. as the baby boomers are going to be aging, yep. we are going to see so much more. And then as, also add to that the fact that these individuals they may have quit now, but they smoked. Oh man! Oh, through let's start a with the huge thing. part of their lives, because that also. Even though it would, the adverse effects of tobacco was known at the time, it was not shared with anybody. No. And so, what happened was that, e, like in the military, you got like a pack of cigarettes a day. That was part of your daily subsidies. Uh, that 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 uh, that you got when you were in in, in the military. And yeah, yeah. So we are going to see. I grew tro- up in
0: Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Is that a military town? No, it's a Winston.
1: Oh Winston, like Winston. Oh. Say alone. Oh got it. Got it. My, my, my uncle went to R.
0: J. Reynolds High School. Like, oh really? Yeah. Oh, I, I went no. through R. J. Reynolds programs as a high school student. I went to really? M- graduate from Mountaineer. I went to R. J. R. Everybody smoked. There were people smoking in restaurants for a long time. People smoking on planes. People smoke. people still smoke. They, smoke. they smoke. It is what it is. Uh, Do they eat while they're smoking too? Yeah, they, they <laughs> eat while they smoke. <laughs> they yes. eat while they eat. Yeah. And yeah. They they smoke. they smoke while they smoke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that was the obvious. I was trying to, I was you doing it right more right secure around. Yourself, But yes. <laughs> You put it right around. They yeah, eat and they, they smoke. That was an assist. But that, was, uh, <laughs> that was the goal with you. <laughs> but but the, the,
0: the, the point is that the, you know, you ask what we can do. And we I call it get checked, get fit, get moving for a reason. Get checked, climb your family tree, get fit, uh, you know, eat healthy foods, get moving, find something you like to do and do it. The, the, what we do is we have more candid conversations from experts like yourself, um, and like us, and well, like us, and we, too. we and we talk about we talk about things that they hear us talking about, but we put it in turns. We give it to them for the community to give back to us. Ninety nine point nine percent of people that I know, if I tell them that something's unhealthy, they'll be like, "Really?" And I explain to them why they'll do things to help themselves and those around them. It's just a matter of using every platform we have because so. You know, community medicine. This is my platform. community medicine is people, policy, and practice. The policy is the thing that waves the big wand, right? Right. But With the problem is, and it dictates practice, right? Right. But and the problem is that the people aren't in the room when policies are made.
1: No, no, no. Well, okay. Let me just quickly just just respond to that real quickly. The people that are in that room are who are making those policies are people who stand to benefit by those policies. Right.
0: So, what I, my my point is that the people. In, in the room to make policy Typically aren't in the room to, to influence the policy If you're not sitting at the table You're on the menu
1: Yes that's so. In this analogy I couldn't even think of a better Way yeah. of stating that
0: So if we can't put ourselves as, as healthcare professionals To be in those rooms Or advocate for members of the community To be in the room Then we're lost We're wasting our time So it's our job To be on every policy committee, every policy board, every well, policy that that's what certainly, that's that we that we you do. That's what I, that's mean, what we I mean, for,
1: to do. doc, for practicing doctors uh, it, It's
0: tough because you have between 8, not eight and 5 right. 7 and 5. 4 you minutes meet, per patient. <laughs> yeah, 4 I mean, minutes per patient. So I mean, it's my job to so spend time job. on both sides of the line. Alright, right, Doc, what are you seeing? What is this? Hey, can I go talk to your patients? What are they saying? Okay, cool. Listen, I have this board meeting here and let me go tell them what you said because it comes specifically straight out of the horse's mouth. Your, your, you said it, the patient said it, and this is why it won't work uh i'm not going to go back to that whole blood pressure thing again but the the pre-hypertension versus hypertension um stage one that they, they they the change they made that had people talking to me being like doc do i have to drop my insurance or do i have to drop my job because now my blood pressure is 125 over over 83 and it says i got stage one hypertension is that pre, pre-existing condition Right, come on, Dude, man. We, I can talk for
1: hours on the idea of pre-existing conditions. Don't even get me started on that. We got
0: a lot of shows. We got a lot yeah, of, show got of got a lot in of our show. future.
1: But you feel me, right?
0: Pre-existing conditions. Oh man, that what is? Why are you going to the doctor? <laughs> so, so, so wait, did we wasted all this time in med school to take care of healthy people? Just just right. tell people to go get screened, right. and, or I mean, it,
1: <laughs> it is un.
0: The reason you're at the doctor is because there's a. Even if it's a cold, you caught a cold. By the time you sit and someone sits in your office, They've had this pre-existing condition that brought them into your right. room,
1: right? If if there is if there is a functioning and a viable society like a like hundred years from now, if we haven't blown ourselves up or climate change has not gotten up with us? Twinkies. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna look back to pre-existing conditions <laughs> like like the way that we look back at the ignorant things that people did a yeah. hundred years yeah. ago. Pre-existing, you, yeah, yeah. Pre-existing conditions is just a ploy to make <laughs> insurance companies money. That's it. And we of course of course. Of course, this shouldn't be surprising to anybody listening to WHIV, but pre existing conditions exist in no other country except for ours, of course. Pre
0: existing condition. Wow. You were born with 10 fingers and 10 toes did you know that's a pre-existing condition <laughs> and, and and you
1: know of the two genders who has more pre-existing conditions well, just based on drum roll right <laughs> just based on on ovaries well, yeah, and, just based and, on, yeah, on and reproductive organs and hormones and endocrinology type stuff it, yeah. it is unbelievable so as we start wrapping up get check get, fit, get moving we've been talking about diabetes and food justice eric i just wanted to Gave you a couple last words
0: Yeah, so I want everyone to make sure So I did a uh, tele-town hall uh, Last night with AARP uh, We had about four 4,000 <laughs> people Hold on, this
1: is your, that's your group you're a member of, aren't you? <laughs> no, dude,
0: you're, you're older than me Let's just, let's just get that started Let's just get that, boom <laughs> Let's establish that right now Before we go did you get your card in the mail? You have your card,
1: don't you? Don't start I, it. I think Leona, yeah, like did. flaunted it when she opened it the mail and was waving it. Oh, her. man. I love my
0: AARP folks to death. Don't get me wrong. Yes, we love you, we AARP. We love, love you today. But, that is a, but Dr. Derry is older than Dr. Griggs, by the way.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, by a hair, dude. Whatever. No, by I have no hair. No, no. I saved it off. By a hair. I saved it off. But uh, we had a teletown hall last night, uh, and we talked about pre-diabetes, which is another conversation that we can have. Um, pre-diabetes, 90, 9 out of 10 people are walking around with pre-diabetes that don't know that they have it Because it, it can be asymptomatic um, There's a risk assessment, you don't have to be a member of AARP You can go to www.aarp.com uh, org and backslash prediabetes, P-R-E-D-I-A-B-E-T-E-S, and take the risk assessment. You take that, and then you go talk to your doctor about diabetes. The best thing that we can do, the prescription for the week, of course, is always to get checked, get fit, get moving, but have a conversation with your doctor about your preexisting conditions and diabetes. <laughs>
1: Uh, preventing HIV is easy to get PrEP. You can get free HIV testing at any Access Health Louisiana location plus same day primary care appointments are always available. Access has a new location in downtown New Orleans at the Beautiful Pythian building where individuals may be seen for diagnosis and treatment of HIV, sexually transmitted infections, and they can be prescribed to prep.
0: Ask for the old doctor. <laughs> Shut up.
1: All Access Health Louisiana's pati- all <laughs> Access Health Louisiana patients qualify for discounted medications through the pharmacy that's located at at, at Access Health. All locations. Please uh, contact I'm sorry. For a location near your shoe, log on to accesshealthla.org. That's accesshealthla.org. Dr. Griggs, thank you for another great show of Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving with Doc Griggs. That's Doc Griggs. I'm Dr. Derry. We will see you all next week. Of any people in a major industrialized country. That's right. This is a big issue which we do not talk about. We work the Japanese are very hard working